Well, it's a great joy for me today to be celebrating with you the memorial of St. Francis de Sales, a very, very great and important saint, and he wrote uh, one of the most, I would say, helpful um, books for the spiritual life that's ever been written. It's Introduction to the Devout Life. And um, if you notice, in the church, uh, Brian and I are going to start uh, kind of doing this book apostolate. And if you kind of go in the back of the church, right under the bulletin boards, you'll see these uh, shelves, and you'll start to find books in there. We're going to kind of build more shelves. I'm going to be doing it in Lyons and Savannah. Take a while to get up to get it up and running. We got to organize it, but it'll be, um, you know, uh, uh, suggested donation. We're not selling them, but it's a suggested donation because uh, if we sell them, it starts getting into it gets very complicated taxes and all of these sorts of things. It gets too complicated for the church for me at least to handle it. So it'll be suggested donation. And um, so, uh, but this is on the shelf over there, and I, I highly recommend uh, this book of St. Francis de Sales. St. Francis de Sales uh, was of this place, Sales, which is in France. Uh, this is in the late 16th century. And he came from a very um, <clears throat> aristocratic, high, highfalutin uh, family. And um, at that time, this is the Protestant movement was in full swing at that time, and so there was a lot of uh, division in Europe, and wars were taking place between Catholics and Protestants, and it was politically very complex and very, very kind of perilous and uh, touch-and-go sort of times. So at that time, Geneva in Switzerland, uh, Geneva was, was really was taken over by Calvinists, and uh, John Calvin uh, was the spiritual father, basically, of Geneva in Switzerland. Okay, So all of Geneva was Calvinist, and they were in, in conflict with the parts of Switzerland that were Catholic, and all the princes were in conflict with each other. Um, and uh, the Catholic bishop of Geneva, basically, he couldn't be there. Like, I mean, he just physically could not be there. Uh, the Calvinists pushed him out. So he was in um, Annecy, which is a town maybe, you know, a 45-minute drive from Geneva or a city, 45-minute drive from Geneva in France, what's modern-day France. Um, and that's basically where St. Francis de Sales grew up. He grew up in that area. He went to university in that area. His father wanted him to be... Uh, he was the firstborn of, of a lot of uh, brothers, and he wanted the firstborn at that time was, really, if you were in a big aristocratic family, you were slated to become someone important. So he had a great education. He received a degree in law, and he received a gentleman's education. Uh, so he was very, very uh, courtly and well-mannered and polite, and he knew all of the how to, how to speak and how to write letters, and uh, he was a, a, trained as a soldier, so he knew how to ride a horse, and he knew how to fight with a, um, you know, uh, fencing, you know, and all of that. So that's what his dad wanted for him, but he wanted to be a priest. And uh, so there's a conflict of wills between his dad and uh, him. But really, though, it was a conflict not of wills between the will of the son and the will of the father, but more so the will of the father and the will of God, okay, because God was calling Francis to become a priest. And uh, so here we see in our gospel today, we see, you know, human will versus divine will, and Jesus saying, whoever does the will of my father in heaven is my is my kindred, is my brother, sister, mother, so forth and so on. That That theme of doing God's will is all throughout our texts today. We see it in... Uh, the epistle to the Hebrews, our 
uh, responsorial psalm. Our refrain was, here I am, Lord, I come to do your will. Jesus says, whoever does the will of my Father, so forth and so on. So doing the will of God is the key to the spiritual life. And this is what St. Francis de Sales teaches us through his life and through his writings. And uh, in the case of St. Francis de Sales early on, so what happened was uh, one day he was riding, he was practicing his riding on his horseback, and he fell off three times. And every single time he fell off, it was a very strange thing happened because his scabbard and his sword both came off him, <laughs> became disconnected, and landed in the shape of a cross on the ground. <laughs> and that happened three times. And so he's like, okay, I definitely have to become a, a, a priest no matter what. So that's how he, he read it as, as a, an expression of God's will to him. And so he says, okay, I definitely have to become a priest no matter what. So he's in a big conflict with his father. And I mean, at that time, the, the will of a very powerful father, basically, you, you couldn't disobey it. It was impossible. I mean, it, he could force you. I mean, uh, he could put you in jail. It's that kind of a thing, okay? Uh, so uh, what actually happened was the Bishop of Geneva, who was reciting in Annecy, actually he knew of Saint Fran- he knew of Saint Francis wanted him to become a priest, and so he promised his dad that he'd give him a really big position <laughs> in the church. And so his dad was like, "Hmm, okay, all right." So his dad consented on that condition. Now that's kind of pathetic, uh, of course. But Saint Francis de Sales was a very very humble man, and so even though he was put in a really high position right off the bat, he was a very humble man. And uh, what he started to do was there's a whole region that was near Annecy. I think it was called La Chabla or something like that in French. French, I can't pronounce French worth of beans, so I'm not going to be able to say the word. But this one region was all Calvinist. And so he was sent to evangelize that region. He was one man. He was sent to evangelize a region of 60,000 Calvinists. There were no Catholics in the area. Okay, There were like empty Catholic churches, no masses being said. It was a total desert. Impo- mission impossible, right? So he goes and he and he's he starts saying mass and no one comes, <laughs> and uh, he he doesn't know what to do. He's knocking on people's doors, no one answers, no one opens up the door. Uh, two things he started doing. First of all, he started sending Calvinist preachers against him. He started having public debates with them uh, in public, and so the people were listening to his debates. He was winning the debates. That was one thing. The other thing he started doing is because the people weren't opening the doors, he started writing tracts, and he started slipping them under the doors. Okay, And all his tracts from that time, from his, ev- his efforts to evangelize, are collected together and translated into English uh, in a book called The Catholic Controversies. Uh, it's a very good book. Um, so he, uh, he was eventually very successful, and thousands of Calvinists uh, converted back to Catholicism in that area over the course of just a few years. So he was a remarkable guy. Uh, he would trump, he would, tra- uh, you know, march through the snow and the, with, with, with uh, you know, hardly any kind of clothes on. You know, he's a very humble guy. He just made sure he only had, you know, a few items of clothing. And so he was very, he lived a very austere life. Um, and eventually he was, he was chosen to be Bishop of Geneva. Uh, and he started a religious order. He was a, very famous for being a spiritual director. Even as a bishop, he would write um, uh, sometimes upwards of a dozen or two dozen or three dozen letters a day answering questions that were addressed to him. Um, so he, uh, in all his teachings, as in his life, he was one who did God's will. And that really is the secret to the spiritual life. And he, the other really unique thing, well, it's not super unique, but it's pretty unique, uh, that he said and that he taught was that 
every Catholic, no matter what their state of life, can achieve the perfection of holiness towards which God is calling us. You don't have to be a monk or a nun or a priest. You can achieve that in whatever state of life God has called you to. And uh, the Second Vatican Council refers to that as the universal call to holiness. So the secret of the, of the spiritual life is doing God's will on a moment-to-moment basis. And we can infer God's will for us, even on a, as, as close a level as a moment-to-moment basis, uh, simply by reflecting on our state of life. Okay, I am a husband, a father, a mother, uh, or I, in my case, I am a priest, uh, or if in other people's cases, religious, okay, if they're a nun or a monk. That is your state of life. That's your calling. And you have certain duties that flow from that calling. And really, at any moment of the day, you can really kind of say, put a hierarchy out in there and you can say, what is, what given my state of life is the thing that I really need to be doing right now, should be doing? Okay? And that's God's will for you. And doing that promptly, uh, out of love of God, um, with devotion, that is the key to growth in holiness. That's how we become saints. And, Anybody from any state of life can become a saint. That's what St. Francis de Sales taught uh, very clearly, uh, that doing God's will um, on a day-to-day basis, really on a moment-to-moment basis, is the key to sanctity. So through his prayers, may, may, uh, may it be so for us.